Hello, hello, welcome. My name is Sam Norton, and you are a listener, or a lover, or an in-betweener. Whatever you are, thank you for joining me. This is the DTF Podcast, but because I cannot churn them out quick enough, because I have to do research and figure out theories and what I want to say... I came up with something for an in-between to kind of whet your appetites, give you something more on a regular basis, here, there, everywhere. And that's this, what you're listening to, just a tad, right? Just a tad poll, huh? Get it? It's just a tad with Sam Norton. Basically, it's uh, me picking out comedy-based things that I really can't fit into the DTF podcast, but I still love, because I love all forms of comedy. Sketch, movies, interviews, anything funny. I really nerd out about, but it's hard to kind of talk and slip those things in, especially because I am by no means an expert in sketch and interview and talk show stuff. I just happen to like it, whereas stand-up, I'm no expert either, but I do, I've been doing it long enough, I've been doing it almost a decade that I have experience enough to talk about it, where these things, I am just purely a fan, so it's a conversation between you and me on the things that I love. And I think I want to start with my favorite topic, on <laughs> that, uh, which is, one, movies. I love movies very much. But my favorite topic is kind of like PC culture, being able to talk and do things with uh, being politically correct. Should you be? Should you not be? Um, I believe I believe political correctness is right. I believe that's the way to go. But I believe it does take away from satire and sarcasm. I think people are too quick to say something is an ism before seeing the real product. And that's why I want to talk about this. We're going to be talking about Blazing Saddles and my favorite... My favorite part of the movie, it's right towards the beginning, and we're going to listen to it real quick. Because <laughs> I like to laugh. Uh, we're going to listen to it real quick and then come back. And I just want to talk about it and uh, see <laughs> see what we can get from it. So uh, take a listen. We'll be right back. And enjoy. Remember, it's Mel Brooks trying to be funny. Enjoy it because it's fucking hilarious. All right, here we go. chink a day's pay for napping on the job. Yes, sir. Now, come on, boys. Where's your spirit? I don't hear no singing. When you were slaves, you sang like birds. Come on, how about a good old nigger work song? I get no kick from champagne 
Mere alcohol doesn't thrill me at all. So tell me why should it be true that I get a belt out of you? Some get a kick from cocaine. Hold it, hold it. What the hell is that shit? I'm in a song, a real song, something like Swing Low, Sweet Chariot. Swing Low, Chariot? Don't know that one, huh? Well, how about the Camp Town Ladies? The Camp Town Ladies. The Camp Town Ladies. Oh, you know. The Camp Town Ladies sing this song. Doo-dah, doo-dah. The Camp Town Racetrack five miles long. All the doo-dah day. Wide, wide world of sports is going on here. I had you people try to get a little track lead, not to jump around like a bunch of Kansas City faggots. Sorry, Mr. Taylor. I guess we kind of got caught up. Listen, dummy. The surveyors say they may run into some quicksand up ahead. Better check it out. Okay, I'll send down a team of horses to check out the ground. Horses? Why, we can't afford to lose no horses, you dummy. Send over a couple of niggers. All right, that, that was Blazing Saddles. I call that the uh, Kansas City faggot uh, scene. What a... Okay, can you... Let, let's get this out. Is it offensive? Yes, it's highly offensive. In there, uh, I think there's two awful racial slurs, right? Uh, one towards Chinese people and one towards black people. Uh, and then there's one that's highly offensive towards homosexuals, because so they hit, hit within uh, two to three minutes. Uh, Mel Brooks and oh, I don't know if you knew this, but Richard Pryor actually helped write that movie, Blazing Saddles. It was him, Mel Brooks, and a couple other writers, but those are the two main ones. And Richard Pryor was actually supposed to do the lead. The film company thought that he was too divisive and out there, so they brought in somebody else. But I love, the, I love that. It's so fucking funny. I, I I've talked to so many people. Like, and this is almost like a comedy standard now. Of when you're talking about PC culture, almost everybody goes to. Do you think Blazing Saddles could be made today? And I think unanimously everybody says no. But what I never hear somebody say is like, is that right? Uh, and I kind of want to talk it out with you guys. Right now, it's like, Blazing Saddles, should it, like, it, if it was never a thing, should it be made today? And is it, like, morally, but in the comedy realm, is that right or wrong? And I go back and forth on this. Like, I, I don't want anybody to feel marginalized. I don't want anybody to feel dehumanized or anything like that, right? Comedy is, I think, supposed to point out things. And I think, I think it's a mixture, right? I think... People like me, straight white men, we step our bounds and go, oh, it's just a joke when we've never 
or not never, but never even thought about what it's like to be marginalized or aren't thinking that while we're writing. But I also think that some people can be a little too, not sensitive, but look at, looking for a fight or looking for the place to be a victim because it happens so often that it, it's like, and he, this is kind of how I've always related it in my limited experience, right? So if, you, if you're going to be offended by any one of those phrases, words that they said in that scene, right? I've always thought about it with like my older brothers, right? And this is, this is kind of <clears throat> a hyperbole of something way less, but my brothers used to beat, they're 10 years older than me, and they used to beat the crap out of me, right? Punch me, hit me in the nuts anytime I was coming around, fish hook me, right? And to this day, like I'm almost 30, my brothers are like 40, 45, right? To this day when we're hanging out, I still like kind of clench up whenever they walk by me. I cover my nuts. Like I don't want to get hit. And I wonder if in the black or brown, whatever minority experience, uh, sexually, racially, doesn't matter. I wonder if you just are on guard so much that that flinching happens and it's like a better safe than sorry thing. Of like, you know what? I this guy may not hit me in the nuts. Like my my brother Scott, he may not hit me in the nuts. But if I don't cover up, he's gonna hit me in the nuts. You know what I mean? And so I, I totally get it, right? I don't I don't fault anybody for it. But man, it, like that that scene is so fucking hilarious to me because here's why, right? It's it's <laughs> it's it's so overly offensive. Like it goes so far. But it also one that whole movie just shoots out of every barrel towards everybody. So you know that they're not just making fun of a certain group or type of person, right? So you know you know that nobody's off limits. So there's that, right? But on top of that, they they are creating in my mind every time I watch Blading, Blazing Saddles and to that extent other movies like people give uh Quentin Tarantino so much shit with, like, Django and Hateful Eight and stuff of, like, why do I gotta say the N-word so much? I always thought, like, don't you think that's a perfect reflection <laughs> of how it was in the 1860s and 70s? Fuck, you could go back to fucking 1970 and you'd hear that shit. So I think ramping it way beyond what's acceptable now but was totally acceptable then, I think that shit is so hilarious. Because it's, it's hilarious to me that that was totally acceptable, even in the most liberal of households and... You know what I mean? Like, the, you take someone from... Fucking take Abraham Lincoln, right? You take Abraham Lincoln and you stick him in today... today without anybody knowing him just showing up and talking to you, do you know how fucking racist and offended... Like, give Abraham Lincoln a Twitter account, he will not look like a liberating, amazing human being. He will look like the most racist, intolerant motherfucker you have ever seen. And I think pointing that out is fucking hilarious. That, you know, you, you put these ideas in your head of, like, what good people were back then, and they were ignorant... Not, Maybe not ignorant, but, like, naive as to, like, what... And I think people are going to do that to us. You know what I mean? Like, think about in the future, I could I could easily see, like, my kids' kids, my grandkids, I could easily see them being offended by the way I talk about steak. You know what I mean? Like, 
you don't see where this is going to go off into. You know, what What if PETA takes over and uh, kind of the, the zeitgeist and everybody becomes aware that uh, animals are sentient beings and we should treat them with respect and just the idea of eating meat is atrocious and just talking, just saying the word meat it almost becomes a, as taboo as, you know, cunt or something. It's... <laughs> just be like, wow, I can't believe he just said the M word. Like, you can see it in a hundred years going that route. And so I love the fact that they point that stuff out just on that. And then the Camp Town Lady thing is, uh, I get my kicks from cocaine. It, like, it, that scene made all the the black workers look so fucking cool. I, they did a great job singing. I don't know if that was actually them singing or not, but they, it was great singing. And then you make these, the villains, you know, the racist white, you know, overlord or uh, railroad, railroad managers, uh, you know, they sing these dumb songs, Camp Town Ladies Sing. And then you have the extra boss, the guy who comes at the end and calls them all a bunch of Kansas City faggots, which I don't even get. Like, I used to live in Kansas City. I don't understand <laughs> I don't know if that was made up or if that has some historical context or what, but God damn, that is such a weird insult because it's, it's, you know, hyperbolized with, you know, saying, you know, the word faggot. I'm sorry to say it again, but just to put it in context, but saying that and then Kansas City, I, I don't understand contextually what that is, but it just makes it hilarious to me. I have... I mean, I'm sure I could go into why, but I think it's just the absurdity of, like, is that a thing? Like, I, I every time I, I've watched that scene probably a hundred times, and every time I almost want to look around like I'm in a movie theater, of like, can someone please explain why he's in Kansas City? It's so funny to me. Uh, so do do I think Blazing Saddles could be made today? Um, I, I want to say yes. I, I want to say that movie that I watched... Could it be made? Uh, probably not. There'd probably have to be some tweaks. But I want to think that people are smart enough to still get satire. I want to think that people... The, the, the baiters, like the, the people who go on Twitter and go, hey, this thing's that thing, and just start up a shitstorm, I'd like to think they would lose to very funny comedy. Uh, it seems like nowadays, if you just stick to your guns, if you just stick to your guns and say, you know, this, uh, this is funny and I don't have to, I don't have to kowtow to a few angry voices because they don't get satire or whatever. Uh, I think you can get away with it. Now, here's the thing. If you double down, I think about this as a comic all the time is are you willing to double down on your own joke? Because can you imagine double down, like double downing on it and then someone pointing out something and you get enlightened and then you have to go back and go like, oh, okay, well, you know what? That was wrong. Like you'll look like, a, like an asshole, even more so than you, know, you already do whenever you double down on stuff. So I think, you, I think you could make it. There'd have to be a few tweaks, but I think you could make it as long as you just had some, some real... Uh, Real willpower behind it. Now, would it be as successful? That, uh, that uh, I don't think there's any argument. I don't think it would be as, as successful. There's no way. But I, I, think you could, I think you could have a pretty good run with it. It's, 
and maybe it's just nostalgic goggles. I mean, I remember seeing that even when I was little. I was like, God, this is hilarious. And and, and it's really smart humor. I mean, as as dumb as there's a scene in the uh, in the movie. You know, I'm going to talk to you like you've seen the movie. If you haven't, go fucking watch it. Okay, it's a classic comedy movie. Um, the the scene where they they're all eating beans and farting around the campfire, like that's so stupid, <laughs> and it's lovely. But then to be squeezed in between, you know, two, squeezed in between a bunch of, you know, jokes about racism and what it was like. Like, so, some of that stuff, e- even that scene that we listened to is, hey, <laughs> this is actually what happened. People died of heat stroke and got docked pay. <laughs> like, <laughs> that actually happened. Uh, people being talked to like this with racial slurs like they were just regular adjectives uh actually happened so i think i don't know i i my my gut says my gut says you could get away with it if you tweaked it a little bit but my brain says there's no fucking way i'm sure most people would agree with me on that but i i man i love blazing saddles i I hope you guys have seen it and uh i don't know i hope this Gives you a little bit of a, a taste of what's to come with just a tad. Uh, we'll, we'll be talking about some more clips and stuff. I got, I got a whole list of stuff I want to talk about that I don't know how to get into. But, uh, you know, go uh, if you got some time, go uh, go watch Blazing Saddles. It's hilarious. You'll see that scene right up front, and then it'll only get weirder, more racist, and sexist. But it's, it's, all, in, it's all in fun and satire and only... A way than an old Jew could do. Mel Brooks, uh, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful comedian, and the late great Richard Pryor, also fucking amazing. And they made they made amazing comedy classic that may never uh, against against all my <laughs> my pride in what humanity is still like, able to take a joke. Maybe against all odds, they made a once in a lifetime classic that will only get farther and farther away towards the horizon. But you know, we at least have that. Do we need another? Maybe not. Maybe it's good enough just to have one. So, all right, guys. Thank you for joining me on Just a Tad. Uh, love you very much. And go out and explore some laughter. Love you guys. Bye.